Part of our World Podcast presents a bonus series. Our 2019 Trip Report. Day 6. Hi, I'm Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And on this trip report, we are covering our Animal Kingdom Day. Yes. And this is the only day we go to Animal Kingdom. And so the it's only day be we've different. ever been in our life. Yeah, I went when I was a kid. Oh. And I will say this. I don't know if I don't remember that much from it or if there just wasn't that much there because I'm pretty sure we went opening year. And I was looking up opening day attractions for Animal Kingdom, and there is like nothing that is still there today other than Kilimanjaro Safaris, and it's tough to be a bug. I think that was opening day. I know it opened that year. I know it was open when when I went there. But I was just kind of like, kind of lost. Yeah. Which is unlike me and and Disney theme parks. The least sure you were. Well, yeah, we headed Um, the wrong direction at one point. Yeah, and we kind of went a lot of backtracking and stuff and that had to do with fast passes as well but yeah I feel like we we're walking around a lot yeah more. part of that was just the schedule of things yeah the only other time i've gone the wrong way at disney was hollywood studios in our last trip and that was because the way i was trying to go was blocked off by construction but this was like legitimate confusion but i have seen people a whole on, new world if you will. <laughs> i have seen people on twitter mention that it's for some reason it's the park that they can't seem to get a grasp on the layout of. So maybe it's not just me. Maybe not. But I'm sure my inexperience with it is part of it. Well, why don't we dive into it, Rachel? Let's do it. We sadly sadly don't have any new iTunes reviews this week. So if you want to leave us a review, (laughs) we'll read it on the air, and we will be greatly appreciative. Mm -hmm. Because it helps, you know, people find us and all that stuff, and you know that. Yeah, and um, we, we really thank you for listening. Regardless, you don't need to leave a review. And we'll be getting some great feedback, especially about these Trip Report episodes. Yeah, we're glad so. that you like listening to them because, like you have heard, we like talking about it and reliving the Disney magic, even though it's been... At this point, we're pretty far removed from the trip. Yeah. Like we did a bunch right Over when we got ago. back, but, you know, trying to release regular content got in the way of doing these Trip Reports, so... Yeah, it's just the way that it is. Disney's releasing like a ton of movies this summer, so we're seeing all of those, talking about them, some other stuff, yeah. some special guests. Yeah, and it's been so, a fun summer. Yeah, it's though. been fun. Anyway, onward we are. to Animal Kingdom. Yeah, this was one of the only couple days that we did like a hard rope drop. Like we were going to get there before they opened the park, which we didn't. <laughs> we we missed it slightly. Uh, it was a seven a.m. rope drop. Super early. And yeah, we, well, they bumped it. I don't know if you remember this. We all, we I intentionally remember. picked this park to be a rope drop day in the event, or I'm sorry, extra magic hour day in the event that we didn't get Flight of Passage Fast Passes. We got them, so we didn't really need that extra time, but we're like, well, we're going there on a extra magic hour day. We might as well go there for the extra magic hours. And then they bumped it up an hour even earlier. So this was a super early day for us. 7 a.m. Yeah, and we tried to not stay out super late the night before we didn't stay for illuminations the night before at epcot but we you know still left the park around eight so another full day we just can't help ourselves so anyway we're already kind of running a little bit past rope drop and we notice on our way to the gate actually we're standing in line at this point that our four-year-old has lost his magic band actually he noticed 
and Aww. he was not super distraught. I, I mean, he, he what? He was sad. Oh yeah, right no, away. no, devastated. Well, right away he was kind of like, like "Where's my wristband? Yeah. Where's my wristband?" Yeah, and we were like, "Oh no, no, it's okay." But then when we left line <laughs> to go solve it, solve the problem, he he melted down. And then we got in another line for guest services and when he realized we weren't getting a magic band and we're getting tickets, he continued to, to melt down. But we ended up having a cast member really hook us up there and saving the day. We covered Yay. that story on our High Low Trip Report and Benson Clore interviewed us for the Disney at a Distance podcast. And one of the questions they ask in their unpacking segment is um, best cast member experience. Yeah. And that was it for me. So that if cast you, member saved the day. If you have not heard that show yet, check out that episode where they include us. They have a great podcast, and it was a pleasure and a an honor to be on it. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yep. Over at Disney at a Distance. Yes. All right, so um, we still rope dropped and headed straight for Pandora. Yeah, but so we didn't get in at 7 a.m., but we were doing pretty... It was still... I don't know, probably like 7.15, 7.20 by the time we actually got in the park. And we were going for Navi River Journey, so it really did not matter. Yeah. Now, by the time we got out of Navi River Journey, it was up to like 40 minutes or something like that. We waited 15 or so. Yeah. Not bad at all. I don't even remember the line. Yeah, so. it moved real quickly. Yeah. I mean, it was a fairly big line even for 7.20 in the morning, but it flowed. Like, we didn't have time to really stop and check out the queue or anything like that. Yeah. And this ride is neat. They do some sweet stuff with the animatronics. You know, it's just something I think you have to experience for yourself. But it's not something I feel like I ever have to ride again. I, I think wouldn't you might mind disagree with me there. Again, I think it's fine. I mean, yeah, I just fine don't... isn't like for for how long you would typically have to wait for this ride oh, yeah, or I rope drop it or get a fast pass for it. Yeah, no, no thanks. I wouldn't wait more than thirty minutes for that ride. Mm -hmm. Um. But I think it's nice. I mean, I just don't expect a lot out of a dark ride in general. Like, I just expect a dark ride, pretty much. And you go through the scenes, and that's that. And they had some extra special effects, and, like, the glowiness was cool. Special effects cool. were really cool. Um, you felt like you were in, like, this otherworldly rainforest. Pandora. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to describe <laughs> what that meant. Um, yeah. I thought it was nice. It was Cedric cool. was like, I just whatever. don't... I think I've said this on our podcast before. I just don't care for Avatar. I didn't think it was that good of a movie. The universe does nothing for me. So this ride was like neat, but I'd much rather have something, you know, that's like Epcot unique, <clears throat> like um, Living with the Land or Tied to an IP that I love, like Peter Pan. I don't yeah. know. I mean, don't get me wrong. The effects of this ride were way cooler than something like Peter Pan, but I'd still, I think, rather ride Pirates of the Caribbean. Hmm. That's just yeah. me. Sure. All right. Anyways, so then our first Fast Pass was for Kilimanjaro Safari, and it's still pretty early at this point. Yeah, there's like a little um, path that leads back. You can see it on the map, but um, it, it, it's kind of a shortcut back to Africa there. From Pandora. Yeah, so we head over there. I was definitely looking forward to this one, and we figured um, this would be good to do early, because we're like, oh, maybe the animals will actually be out and not trying to hide from the heat. Yeah. We got some pretty good views, I thought. I, I mean, I thought it was really cool. I liked it. Yeah, up close and personal with giraffes We had a giraffic lions. jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some lions, some yeah. various 
other animals. Rhinos covered in mud. You know, good stuff that you see. Right. But here's a tip. We had a fast pass for this. We didn't need it at this point. Again, they bumped everything forward an hour. We thought we might need it. And we wanted to make sure that we got the safari in. Uh, but since there was no line, we just swapped out our fast pass for dinosaur later in the day. Yeah. So that's a tip. You can if you're if you're there that early and there's no line for something, don't use your fast pass. Get another. You could do Kilimanjaro Safari again in the afternoon if, if that was what you wanted. But you might as well not use up that fast pass. Right. Good point. Yeah. So you exit out of the safari, and there's the. Gorilla Falls Trail right there. And again, it was still early, not terribly hot at this point. So it seemed like a good time to take a hike if we were going to do it. Sure, yeah. And I thought it was cool. Yeah, I don't think we saw... It was getting crowded at that point, I think. I don't know if we saw all it had to offer. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure we didn't, but it was still like a neat little trail. Yeah. Like I would do it again. I would too, mostly because I don't really remember it. I do remember... <laughs> Like, there was a pretty big line to see the gorillas, like, through the glass. Uh -huh. Those gorillas were chilling. Like, they had no care in the world. Right. Um, so that was funny to see. Like, they had their legs propped up on, like, the glass and just hanging out. No mm -hmm. schedule. You know, we're all concerned about our fast passes. I was like, these gorillas have no cares in the world right now. Yeah. Um, and it was a nice time killer before fest the first show of Festival of the Lion King for the day. Yeah. Which we caught. Indeed. Which was amazing. Yes. First time seeing that. First time doing anything for me here. So, but I, we, I'd heard so many good things about this. And obviously I love the Lion King because who doesn't? Yeah. I've and I'm never... pretty sure I had seen a Lion King show the last time I was in Animal Kingdom. Hmm. I, like I said, this, I, the only time I've been was mid nineties, whenever this late nineties, whenever this opened up, but it was not like this. They've they've clearly upgraded the show. People who listen to the show who like have been going to Disney their whole life are probably screaming at me right now. Like, of course they updated it. Like, how could you not know that? But I don't know. We're talking twenty five years, probably. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, but I loved what it they did with it. Yeah. It's like the the acrobats and the music and the giant floats that they had. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Phenomenal. and the. I mean, just the performances are amazing. Oh, like, it, this is a must-do every time you go to Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I think. And I've already mentioned that Can You Feel the Love Tonight brought me to tears. It was just beautifully done. And I mean, yeah, you're just hearing these awesome, like, like I said, like the performers at Disney are Broadway caliber, amazing performers. Like the singing, the vocals, the all of it is just stunning. So you just yeah. get... Some For those who best. haven't seen it, they have four performers that are kind of the stars of the show. And they all play different roles for different characters and such. Um, but they have distinct singing voices like a soprano and a baritone. And oh, man, so cool. So, you know, like the guy with the deep voice sings Be Prepared. And oh, yeah, yeah. that's good. It was very cool. Loved it. Okay. So, Kay. oh, wait. What? After this just not on the notes we got our uh dole whips dole whip flips. oh this is when we had the disappointing dole whip float yeah and it's it not should have been it should not have been disappointing it was totally our fault dole whips are amazing our fault. we got what i said our fault yeah because we did the we did coconut rum maybe you should have done dark rum or I no dark rum or no rum at all i know it's true 
but remember I read a, like a review or something that said the dark rum was too overpowering and I'm like we're not alcoholics or anything yeah but if you're a wuss it's overpowering no I have no idea I haven't actually tried it you just, but you couldn't really the taste. coconut rum you could not taste yeah, it just felt so. like it watered it down a little bit and then our son got like the sunset Simba, Simba sunset Sim- Simba Some, sunset um, and it was basically like a strawberry swirl strawberry swirl it. and then I think it had mango too I don't know it was two different flavors in addition to the pineapple. I remember that. So I think it was mango. And it was It was fine. It was tasty. I don't think he was super into it. Yeah, it was but. tasty, but I just would not prefer it over just a standard Dole Whip. Yep. So there now you, you know. have it. Go with the Ridge, yeah. in my humble opinion. Yeah, I, we're probably going to forget. We, we're looking at notes in front of us, as podcasters are wont to do. But I, I um, referenced our pictures a lot to kind of remember the timeline of things. And I think we did a pretty good job of taking pictures of our food. Mm-hmm. You know, serious bloggers, which we're not. But for whatever reason, we always took pictures of our food for the gram. But at Animal Kingdom, there are no, there's no pictures of food. And maybe you have it. I like, do have one picture of our Is it just the margarita and that's it? No, I have the, the float. Oh, too. okay. Because I'm like... There are no pictures of food. I don't know what happened. Anyway, this is this is the point in our trip where we. I don't want to say we were like losing our steam. Steam because we we still were able to go strong, but I think we lost our edge as far as like yeah, just being sharp. Being well, on, and yeah. it, being in a park that we hadn't been to before, and that all yeah, that. it just kind of gets you just get kind of lost yeah. in it all. We digress. Anyways, flight of passage time. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Lots of backtracking. We go back to Pandora because now we have our flight of fa- flight of passage fast passes, and there's nothing to say about this ride that will, I think, really convey to listeners what this ride is like. Yeah, you just have to experience it. But it nearly brought me to tears, and I've heard people like, "Oh, I've seen grown men get off the ride and be like weeping," and I'm like, "Yeah, whatever, that, that's stupid." But I, I, if, maybe if I was with you and we were able to share that experience uh-huh. and get off the ride and just kind of look at each other, I might have. You would have Shed seen it. an emotional side of me, but we had to we had to rider swap because our son was just too short to ride it. Probably for the best. Yeah, probably for the best. I think he didn't love Soren, and this is kind of like Soren updated Soren times a hundred, and you're riding a banshee. So. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, it's just great. Yeah, you actually feel like you are flying. Like, those drops, like, actually made me scream. Like, oh, I'm flying, but I'm not. Right. It's the most visceral motion simulator I've ever experienced. Yeah, you have. And and it's in the running for the best ride I've ever experienced. The wind. This and and Steel Vengeance and Cedar Pointer. Smells. The best. Yes. Yeah, it's amazing. It is. But when I got off, like, I was, you know, again, so we had to ride our swap, so I'm just by myself, pretty much, um, which is a little bit of a disadvantage, because I don't know, were you on the edge, like, the very end? I was. Yeah. So I would rather, I would like to do it someday where I get to be, like, in the middle. Yeah, I, think I mean, still get a, because I was a single rider, I also got bumped up a ton. That's true. So that's why I got put on the edge, and yeah. it's kind of a trade-off. Like, I skipped probably a good 10 minutes yeah, in probably line. even more for me. But anyways, the, you know, the ride ends and I'm just like ready to be like, you know, hooting and hollering and clapping. <laughs> right. and like, But no one in my row was. So I would have felt like awkward. 
but I was just stunned. It was amazing. Huh. Anyways. I was with people who were speaking Spanish, and they sounded excited. <laughs> they weren't hooting and hollering, but they were like, oh my gosh. you know, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, just excitable at the end of it and talking with each other. Everybody had smiles on their face. Now, when you exit, exit. you know what I said, <laughs> from this ride, it, 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 there's, other, there's other people on different screens. And people coming, pouring out of those were just like freaking out basically. Like, oh my gosh, that was incredible. I'm just like, felt like I was leaving a concert that was amazing. Like the encore was just blew, totally blew me away. And everybody's just in agreement. Like we didn't share this experience necessarily, but we all experienced this incredible thing. Anyway, I mean that it is like, it's a life-changing ride. It yeah. sounds hyperbolic, but. Yeah. I mean, and I don't want to talk it up too much, but I don't know if you can. But hopefully we didn't. And there are people who think it. it's overrated for sure. So there's a chance that listeners hear us get overhyped and then ride it and are underwhelmed. But I, I had heard that it's the most amazing ride ever. And I walked off of that ride thinking, yep. yeah, I've never <laughs> experienced anything like that in my life. Yeah. I remember you came out, though, and I was like, OK, how was it? Because you went first and you didn't give me much to go off of to I said, so I don't spoil it. Yes. So hopefully we didn't spoil it for you. Well, all. I, I actually said, I don't want something along the lines of, I don't want your expectations to be too high. But what I meant by that was, I'm about to tell you that I just wrote the most incredible ride of my life. And I don't yeah. want you going in thinking this is the most incredible ride of my life. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, and I tend to get underwhelmed by things, as you will see later on. Yeah. Okay. You don't like being told how to feel about something, so True, I, I just kept to. my mouth shut. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, see, that. I've, I've learned some things in our ten, almost, ten years, almost of ten years of marriage. All right, so was Everest next then? Yes, because we had our the rider swap took so long that we had our next Fast Pass coming up. Ah. Yeah. And we didn't get, because of the Lion King, we didn't get to Flight of Passage at the start of our fast pass gotcha so okay so then it's expedition everest time yeah so i rode flight of passage first and because of that rachel rode everest first kind of did a little switcheroo there so i took cedric our four-year-old to dinoland usa which is a quaint little themed area of the park that has the boneyard which is the playground that's been there forever so i do remember that from my childhood or something akin to it but then they've added this whole other area with a couple rides that's themed like a kind of traveling fair yeah Yeah. carnival um which i think is i thought it was pretty clever and cute i know a lot of people think it's cheap and doesn't fit animal kingdom but i like it i dig it i love how they had the parking lot yeah Uh, it really felt like you were in like a little yeah it was asphalt with like parking spots and pop-up carnival yeah which yeah and there's nothing else like that in no, I, I feel so. I, I wish I do wish they would do more with the area. I yeah. felt like there wasn't a lot to do, but we also couldn't ride Primeval World, which I don't really want to. I've yeah. heard it's kind of lame, though. Right, it makes you sicko. So <laughs> I would like a new ride there. I'd like like a fun of... house or something. Ooh yeah, yeah, something. Anyways, so you were doing that. I went to go ride Expedition Everest. Yeah, we did Triceratops Spin. Yeah, because. Yeah, somehow, spin you ride. yeah. Well, and somehow I was always the one to take our son on the spinner. I know rides. you did all the spinners. Yeah, I did a couple. I did Dumbo and carpets, but you ended up on I did them all. all of them. And this one was pre- it's 
It's fine. It's, it's a, a typical flying story. triceratops. Yep. Yeah. So is that all you guys did? Like yes. We went and then we, we kind of just walked around, looked at the fair games and stuff. And um, I forget what we were going to do. And then I got a text from you saying we're on our way. So, I mean, because it's kind of a, it's a bit of a walk from Everest. Yeah. And to... I got lost on my way there. Anyways. So I go to ride <laughs> Everest. I get the front car, which I was excited about because. Yeah. You're front in the car. Front. Yeah. Right. That's exciting. Um, not on this ride. I guess not. And but no, but I've seen like Instagram videos where people are still like, yeah, like front ride for Everest or front row for Everest. Like, I'd like to ride in the front because then when you go backwards, you're getting pulled. That would feel kind of fun. No, it feels kind of boring. Yeah. Any, I think. Okay. So this ride was fun and all, but not that fun for me. I don't know. I thought it was cool. I think I maybe this was one that was hyped up too much. And maybe because I just had gotten off a flight of passage, I was just not in a place of easily i don't know so i loved it because i just ridden triceratops spin maybe <laughs> maybe i don't know i just i thought it was fine yeah this is this is this one is of the few debate. things that we disagree <laughs> on because i loved this ride i thought it was a great coaster um you know especially by disney standards of quote unquote thrill rides i think this is up there with the best of the best like tower of terror yeah, and Rachel just does not agree with me. So let us know what you think. Is is, flat, or is um, Expedition Everest overrated or... I don't want to say underrated because it's pretty highly rated. So overrated or appropriately rated. Accurately rated. Yeah, I don't know. As a as a great, you know. I mean, I think most people love it. I feel like I'm definitely in the minority here. But I just... I think it's cool. Like, I think the theme is fine. But isn't, like, the Yeti not even working properly? The Yeti's and... broken. And, yeah, people will say, like, oh, when it was working, it was way better. Because he actually swipes down at you. And, yes, that would make it way more intense. I agree. I haven't experienced it, so I can't say for sure. But even just that sensation sensation of flying backwards through the dark, the twists and turns. Ah, I think that ride's great. Now, I rode it in the back both times. Well, toward the back the first time and the very back the second time. Um. Yeah, I, I think this ride rocks. I, I would like to ride it every time we go to Animal Kingdom. I like so. to ride it again. I mean, I'll ride it every time I go because I want to see if I'm wrong. <laughs> that's but that's it. That's why. Yeah, I mean, no, I would like. I would love to love it. Hmm. And maybe you know, some night you know, I'm moody sometimes, so maybe I just <laughs> wasn't feeling it. I have no idea, but I rode it twice and felt the same way both times. Now, did I tell you it started to rain while I was on Everest? I, obviously, you know that it was yeah. raining because you experienced the rain but i was like getting pelted in the face it's like oh crud it's like extra but then it starts pouring authentic. as i'm walking past yeah. nemo to get to you guys and i got dunked a little bit but i found a spot in underneath the queue for triceratops spin and i text rachel like where are you you were like five feet away from me it's pretty yeah funny. we were under there yeah. shelter yeah i mean yeah. you were literally right there and i couldn't see you because there was like a you were on the ground there was a stroller in the way but we just camped out there ate our lunch and right. well it, then it cleared up it was fine it was fine, but we had been, so while you were doing that, Cedric and I were waiting for the chipmunkosauruses, ah. rare sighting. We were very excited. <laughs> um, so they had to go like get some acorn sandwiches and come back, and then it starts to rain, so they're like, we're going to meet in all our alternate rain spots, so just follow us. So we're following Chip and Dale with their um, little umbrellas, and it was really cute, but hmm. then I think they see that it's going to be more than just a sprinkle, so they call off the meet and greet. Um, they put the chipmunks away wherever the chipmunks go 
And so then we're kind of like, okay, so we'll just eat our lunch. We mm -hmm. just packed a lunch. So we sought shelter underneath Triceratops bin, ran into Keenan there. So that was convenient. And then we go back to meet Chip and Dale. Got to wait in line because again because you were almost. We were like next. Yeah. Um, so we wait in line again. So we get back. So the line had gotten a little long, like a little long since then. Um, so we're waiting again, which was fine. And then they had to go get air cooling sandwiches again. We're just like, and oh no, is it going to rain like, again? Yeah, it just, it, it took a long time. And then I think we had um, like a Make-A-Wish family mm -hmm. come, which of course we're going to let them really go. Cute. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And at first I was like, ah, oh, and I feel bad that even in my heart, I was like, <laughs> Oh man, like disappointed. Uh, but my big, my big fear was that they would have a huge group, and so they would start. Ra it would start raining or again. Or they had to leave again, right. which like they could have. Happened. I think they left like right after us. Yes. And so you know. Um, so we told them we were just like, you know, this is fine, but we just want to let you know, you know, we missed it before because of the rain. She's like, yeah, there was some miscommunication. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, she remembered us um, from before, so she made sure yeah, that she was like, I'll make sure you guys get. Extra good times, and I don't know if we got it. It doesn't matter if we got extra time or not. The time that we had with Chip and Dale was very awesome. fun. Yeah, they, they were so fun, and the dinosaur costumes are super cute. They're so cute. they did all sorts of fun. And Cedric got like th probably the biggest hug he got yeah. all week from the biggest Dino Chip one of them. Hug. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was great. So we did that. We but didn't it didn't rain thing. again. I mean, it kind of sprinkled on and off all day, but um, it got hot again. That's for sure. So then we were on our way out, and we saw the meet and greets for Launchpad. Yeah, well, he was like, they were wa the handler was walking him to his spot, and we were like, ooh. Yeah. Our kid does not know who Launchpad is. Yeah. But this is a, first of all, loves characters, as we've said in every single trip report so far. But many of you might not know his deep love of airplanes and flying. And, all and so this aviation. is a pilot duck in a pilot suit. And, so we're and he like, loves Donald Duck. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So of course he's gonna like. Yeah, this wasn't. Back. This was not on our list. Oh, well, everything was on our list, but this was not like a must meet and greet. But we didn't have to wait that long for it, and, and it was an awesome meet and greet. Took took advantage of the opportunity, and yeah, he was great. Mhm. Mm yeah, really good interaction. Did some, uh -huh. you know, love of airplane stuff. With Cedric him asked and him stuff. what his favorite color airplane was. And, you know, they don't talk, so he, like, finds a, you know, picture on the wall and points to it. And I think Cedric had said something, like, mine's blue or something like that. So, of course, he makes sure to point to a blue one. It was just really cute. And Cedric was very excited that Launchpad had the same <laughs> favorite color. color airplane as him. So, ah, I mean, the meet and greets, somebody just posted on Twitter, I think it was yeah, yesterday. Like, was, you, you saw this? I did. It was, you know, I... It was Think Mini Thoughts. Oh, was it? Yeah, and... She has a good blog, so check out Marissa's blog there. But um, she was asking, do you still get excited as an adult for the meet and greets? And I didn't answer because I know that my excitement is tied to our child. I don't know how excited I would be if it were just us. You know what I mean? We've never had that experience of doing it before we had a child. So even like once we're empty nesters, if we go back to Disney and we enjoy meeting the characters, part of it will be the nostalgia of like doing it with especially a very young child. You know what I mean? But as an adult, I, I, I do really love the meet and greets just because you get to have those fun, memorable interactions. You know, you get great pictures from it, especially if you do the photo pass, you get all of those included. And yeah, it's 
Yeah, it's, it's just fun. It's like, a trademark of Disney that I think separates it from other theme park experiences. Yeah, and I'm, I don't know, I'm able to suspend belief in like, you know, I don't cover your young children's ears, but you know, pretend that that is the like the real character there it is Rachel I know why are we covering ears (laughs) we are meeting Chip and Dale and Launchpad that's you know I go with that yeah and you've mentioned before why you don't like the face characters as much as the costume characters but I think that's a big part of it is it's harder to suspend belief yeah whereas with the costume characters it's just like I'm hugging Baymax he's making me feel better yeah (laughs) And I think it's just, and I don't know if I've talked about this, but I've thought about this a lot, so maybe I've talked about it, but just, it's not just, like, a, some, you know, a costumed person. It's just, it's everything, it's the story behind it, and yeah. just who you love in that character, and who you grew up totally. with, or whatever. It's like, I don't know. Preaching to the choir here. It makes me happy. Yes. And... I think I would be happy. I yes, I would be happy even if I didn't have a child to meet them. I think mm-hmm. most likely. Yeah, had we done this for like our honeymoon or something, you definitely would be. Okay. I think even heading into our first Disney trip as adults with a year and a half old, I was like, whatever character meet and greets. And by the end of it, I was just like, meet and greets at the bathroom. <laughs> Let's do as many as possible. Speaking of meet and greets. Oh gosh, here <laughs> we go. We get so. To the- yeah, so we wanted to head to the front of the park because I wanted to see some, like, bird. I wanted to see the, um, what are those birds called? The tropical ones? The fly overhead? Macaws. Macaws flying overhead. Um, and so we were, like, asking, like, hey, where do we, where do they do that and all this stuff? And we ended up not seeing it. Doesn't matter. We stumbled upon a Hakuna Matata dance party. That's right. And danced our tails off. Good times. Yeah. And so, I've already talked about this in our high and low. Oh, yeah, because this was a super high for you. It was great. I got to sing a duet with Timon. I mean, of course, you know, sing is in quotation marks, but act it out as well. We mm-hmm. sang Love is an Open Door together and acted the whole thing out and got to skip through the dance party elbow and elbow. Um, he actually proposed to me. I said yes. Um, but, you know. You're just all acting. It's okay, Keenan. I know. Well, and don't hate the player, hate the game. So, Timon, you're all right. And so, it was so fun. Yeah, and it was Timon and... We had Timon and Rafiki. Rafiki. And then, I think Brother Bear was out there at some point. Or was it Miko? I'm not sure. It was Miko. And a Jungle Book character, but I don't remember which one. Mm, I don't know. Baloo, maybe? I don't... Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It was... was, We had moved on to something else, and we saw the dance party again. It's like like right there in the middle. There's new characters. Yeah, it's hard to miss. It's right kind of at the front of the park before you get to the paths that lead to Dino Land USA and Asia. Yeah, so we passed it a few times, but Mm -hmm. we really participated this time, and it was really fun. Um, And we saw Kevin, too, Mm -hmm. who's just out and about. I think we saw her earlier in the day. Oh, we saw her a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the spots where we saw her. Very fun. Yeah, so we got to go into the tree. Go see the tree. And this is, I know people are not a huge fan of the show, and I think one of the big complaints is, why don't they do something better with this icon of Animal Kingdom? I feel like that's The tree of life. But I think that could also be argued for Spaceship Earth. I know. Blasphemy, right? But And you're you're just (laughs) trying to lose 
listeners. <laughs> I mean, please, I think don't unsubscribe. <laughs> Hit us up. The first Twitter. time I rode Voice Spaceship Mail. Earth, I was just kind of like, oh, that's what's in the ball. <laughs> you know? Um, I yeah. understand it. You know, you grow to love these things. But and I, it's I the can spirit kind of, of Epcot to a T. Yeah. Whereas, you, I don't know if you could say the same thing about it's tough to be a bug. Yeah, it embodies Animal Kingdom. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Spaceship Earth, it, it is Epcot, as you, as you say. It is Epcot. All of Epcot is in Spaceship Earth. It is. Earth. And the tree is an icon of Animal Kingdom. And the show that's inside of it is very fun. I actually enjoy it. I do too. I've heard a lot of hate about this yeah. one and that it terrifies children. And I was like, oh my God, that's going to be scary. And like, I don't like bugs at all. I don't like things oh, yeah. with more than four legs. Um, generally when speaking. when they do effect, 4D effects to make yeah, it I'm like, feel like they're no, crawling you. on you or stinging you yeah. or farting on you. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it... Which our son thought was hilarious, as I think a lot of kids do. And I know kids get terrified at this, but during the only time he got a little bit creeped out was the spiders coming down from the ceiling. Well, I think he was a little worried about the stinging thing, like, oh, what's going to happen? And I was kind of like, what are they going to do? <laughs> but... It doesn't, I think it's like, what, it blasts air at you or yeah. something? Yeah. I'm it's like, fine. surely they won't hurt us. This is Disney, right? Yeah. It's a it's a cute little show. It's a little disturbing. And I think especially for young kids, like our, our kid is terrified of going underwater at the pool. But other than that, he's pretty fearless. And especially with stuff like this, we're just like, hey, it's not real. It's just for fun. And he's like, oh, this is hilarious. Yeah. You know, oh, the, that, that bug's yelling. Ha ha. Whatever, he's a bad guy. Yeah. He gets it. So that's, it's nice. I don't think I would recommend this for a lot of parents, especially if your kid is squeamish and things go dark and all sorts of stuff. You know, I think my thing about it's tough to be a bug is I would just love to be able to like go in and explore inside the tree. Yeah. And see like, not animal exhibits as like they're keeping live animals in cages or something like that, but animatronics or something where I feel like I'm like, interacting interacting and and just experiencing animal life inside the tree of life there's the cool carvings and stuff outside of the tree but the inside is just that show and it just seems like what else could you do with it i i think lots of cool stuff well that's what i'm saying oh you're saying could this be something more yeah it does beg the question it bugs the question ha 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 (laughs) um but it's fine okay so we then lots ha- of shows well yeah and that's part of animal kingdom you know similar to hollywood studios i feel like the sh- i don't know if the shows outnumber the rides but there's you know the amount of stuff that you can do is, is fairly limited that's why they say it's a half day park yeah and so Which part of that is you know there's just so many shows and once you see up a great bird adventure you probably don't yeah. need to go see it again probably not which is what we did next. Yes. We had a brilliant idea. We did. To go to the Warung, might be pronouncing that, but the Warung Outpost, which is just to the left of the entrance to Up a Great Bird Adventure, to drink a margarita while we're watching the show, eat some snacks while we're in there, which is another tip. If they let you have food, eat your snacks while you're waiting for a show to start. Some places don't, though. Some places yeah. are like, you need to throw that away before you get in. Correct. Um, but this place was outdoors, so. Aha. Yeah. But the machine that freezes the margarita had not frozen anything yet, it was which moist. is the middle of the day. So I know it's hot, but I'm guessing 
they they sold enough that they had to replenish the the juice and it was not frozen yet which was a huge bummer and we were waiting for a while for the show to start you even went out to check again yeah like after waiting for 10 minutes like hey is it still or is it ready yet and like no yeah dang so plan failed we're like all right on our way out we'll get it still was not frozen actually the margarita mix was frozen but we couldn't get a margarita mix without our getting son our getting his something. drink yeah because we can't share the margarita with him <laughs> he just thought it was a slushy yeah he's like can i try I'm right like, so yeah you can't and that's the thing about a lot of these fancy you know fun themed drinks is then your kid is like wait where's mine man yeah can i have some of yours and you're like absolutely not um, so we were going to get him the non-alcoholic Shangri-La Freeze, which is basically just... Just a strawberry. Strawberry daiquiri. Yeah. But it still virgin, was not frozen. Obviously. Yes. I didn't say virgin. I thought I no. did. <laughs> um, but what they said was... <laughs> it was kind of like, you guys have been here three times yeah, already. Yeah, you again. So just they it. just gave us the half-melted stra- yeah, it was like- strawberry puree. It wasn't too bad. He, it was fine. He like, you know, it. it wasn't like where it should be. It was kind of like if it had been sitting out for like But they didn't minutes. charge us for it. Yeah, that was so nice. So we probably wouldn't have paid for it. So it was nice that they were just like, hey, yeah, just, you just take this. Like, you can just take we this wanted the freaking Himalayan Explorer. Actually, I wanted the Triple Yeti Blast, I think. But you wanted the Himalayan Explorer because of how colorful it was. It has the blue, blue Curacao floater. And it was so good. So good. I think I this made my... it onto our high yeah, and low Yeah, I think episode. it was my favorite drink of the trip. Huh. Um, I know the avocado margarita was yours, but mm-hmm. this one was just, I think it just hit the spot because it was hot and yeah. It was hot and it and wasn't we, and like, I'd it was it not times. overly sweet, which was yeah. my concern Yeah, it was that it would be cloying. Cloying. <laughs> Watching a lot of Top Chef over here. <laughs> but, um, no, it was good and, and definitely Instagram worthy. I don't remember if we took a pic or not, but it I has did. nice layered colors. Very delicious. Yeah. We didn't even talk about the bird show though we just went straight to our drinks um all you said was you don't need to see it again it was fine russell and doug are there from up um and they basically add nothing to the show yeah i was kind of like they didn't need to be there i mean I, of, I guess it kind of makes it a little more entertaining for, for kids. kids yeah for me i was kind of like me no i like the and so then there was like an actress like a p- performer like you can tell mm-hmm. she's not a bird lady um, but then you could tell there was also a woman who was definitely bird a bird lady Yeah, and the bird trainer and they did some cool stuff. We got to be in like the tunnel that the bird flew under and stuff like that. And yeah, there was some cool stuff. It's just a lot of it was the Russell and Doug mission thing. And it was just, yeah. I don't know. Here's the thing. A lot of people complain about. Disney just adding IPs into stuff that don't that don't need it. And I'm kind of like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. But then with something like this, I get it. I'm like, yeah. we did not need that at all. It was, it felt like a waste of time. I would have much rather just watched more birds doing bird stuff. You don't know this, me and Keenan are avid birders. <laughs> yes, we have binoculars. We do. We're aspiring we've purchased birders. and yeah. used a couple of times. Yeah. So avid would definitely be the adjective to describe definitely. our birding. Yes. No, we like we enjoy birds. Doesn't matter. I'm in Animal Kingdom. I don't care if it's birds or snakes or whatever. I want to see animals doing animal things. And instead, I had to watch this show. That's not like 
the Beauty and the Beast, where you're you're seeing the events of the plot unfold. It was like this stupid made up. Yeah. Whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop nay saying this, but um, they're closing it for refurbishment right now, really? and hopefully they adjust some of the lack of birdness. Lack of birdness. I have no desire to see the show again. And I love birds. That's all I'm going to say. I will say I was glad I got to see Doug because we really wanted to meet Doug. Right, but I'd rather just go and meet them. But we didn't get to. So yeah. I was glad I got to see him there. But Fair enough. I'd rather, yeah, like you said, if they weren't there, we could go meet them and whatever. That is funny that we just skipped ahead to the margarita. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> ignore the show. You can ignore the show too. No, it's okay. Go see the birds. It's fun. But yep. yeah, anyway. Okay. Even though we ate snacks for the show, we were still feeling like kind of hungry, but not ready to eat dinner yet. We knew we were going to eat dinner at the Satuli Canteen. That was just, at least for me, a this is what I want to do. Um, and we wanted edamame as a snack. This was on our list. Cedric very much loves edamame. He calls it squeezies. Yeah. So, it's like his, one of his favorite dinner yeah. sides. So, so oh, it was fun. supposed to be on, at least at one point in time, and I just verified this before recording this episode, at one point in time it was on the menu at Mr. Kamal's which is right there so we hop on over to mr kamal's they didn't have edamame that's okay they had chicken dumplings and we heard those were good so we got an order not nearly enough for what it costs but they were very tasty they were tasty and we each got one but it was like two bites each yeah and they were crispy this isn't like steamed chicken it was dumplings. Like they were fried. crab rangoon but chicken. dumplings yeah i honestly don't remember them I, thought I they remember were pretty good. sitting and eating them, but I was like, well, that was fast. Yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah. Um, definitely only a snack, and I would have liked to have eaten all of them myself. Yes. That's a one per. It's not a shareable item. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So next up is the Finding Nemo show. What do you want to say about this? Some people love it. I'm glad we went. I am too. The puppeteering was cool. I, it definitely is a polarizing show, I think. I've heard people just rave about it, and I know people say it's one of the worst offerings at Walt Disney World Resorts. Ooh, okay, that's a little harsh. I, I'm just saying, I know that, like when I brought up Figment being the worst ride, or worst attraction, this also came up. Not not the knees, knees, the seas and friends, that also came up, but so did this. Hmm. Okay. I wouldn't it's say it's one of the... Bad. No, it's not that bad. And I think, like, the actual... Like, I liked the actual singing and i think it's kind of cool that the performers also are maneuvering the puppets so they mm -hmm. have to do like that too i mean that takes a lot of skill i think so i admired that the songs themselves i can't remember any i didn't think they were that catchy yeah which is unfortunate because that's the one thing i like about this show is that they took something that's not a musical and they made a musical of it yeah so, so many shows you're going and you're seeing the songs from the movie and it's there, a lot of them are very cool. Festival of the Lion King, as we mentioned earlier, but you know, it part of it, how, why it's so cool is you already know the song. So I thought, I think it's cool that they took a chance and they did kind of like this Broadway puppet show type thing with a brand new soundtrack. They, they made something that wasn't a musical and musical. Unfortunately, I think part of why it doesn't work for me is like you said, the songs just weren't that good. I personally found the singing a lot of the singing especially nemo sorry to be obnoxious yeah it was kind of it was loud loud and meh. nasally i guess yeah. i mean like she had to be the voice of a kid yeah so it's she was be. that was her character i'm not faulting 
the singer, but yeah, just the, the style. It was in not which... the singing was not very enjoyable. What was happening on stage was pretty cool, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, I like when I like the big crush, um, puppet thing they had going on. Remember but this that? is another one where if they just if they if they announced we're closing Nemo and we're doing something else, I'd be like, cool, let's see what they got. I have no desire to see it again. I don't think I'll see that one again. I did yeah. enjoy the air conditioning. Cedric got a good nap in. Oh <laughs> Yeah, he slept um, through the whole thing. Yeah, he slept through the whole thing. Even though he loves Crush. I was trying to, open, <laughs> we tried like, to stir wake him, him up for, the, for that, for the crush but part. it wasn't happening. Yeah. He was out. I'm much needed, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, we woke up that day at 6. Yes. Speaking, though, of something I would do again... Expedition <laughs> Everest. No, it did. I said I wouldn't do Finding Nemo again. Musical. Oh, and then I said, speaking of something I would do again. To flip it and talk about something I would do again. Everest. I would do over and over again. Loved it. We're walking past it. And I'm on our My Disney Experience app. And I notice that there is a fast pass for Expedition Everest. Which made hmm. no sense. We use we did Riders Up. We used both of them. And like our original fast pass was at you know hours ago yes hours ago i know i've talked about this on a previous episode probably our high low but what i think happens is you go and you check in and you do rider swap and they give you that extra fast pass but then we used both of those fast passes within the fast pass window never using the extra fast pass which is for any time that's the nice thing about rider swap and so it was just sitting in there unused and I said, I think we have a fast pass for Everest. And then I checked Flight of Passage to confirm my theory about um, the rider swap. And we had one for Flight of Passage. So I knew that was going to be a, a debate later who gets the Flight of Passage one. But I was like, the, the Everest one was in my name because Rachel went first. Um, yeah, so we kind of went to go see if it would work. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to try it. It can't hurt. And it totally worked. Uh, and then Rachel tried it using Cedric's because he still technically had a fast pass even though it was expired. That did not work. But she did the single rider line and waited 10 minutes. Yeah, probably 15 minutes. Wasn't too bad. So we both rode it again. And yeah, I, there's nothing more to say about that ride. I loved it. Rachel thought it was meh. There you go. Then, uh, yeah, well, I mentioned earlier we changed our Kilimanjaro Safaris Fast Pass to a Dinosaur Fast Pass. A little worried that that ride would freak out our kid, and we were going to do it, but then I kept checking the app, which I would advise everybody to do. If you're Whatever you're looking for, keep checking it. You might even get extra Flyo Passage Fast Passes. I'm thankful I'm married to a multitasker, <laughs> because I can't do that. Anyway, but anyway, I found this one for Cali River Rapids. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Weren't sure about the whole getting wet thing, but I was like convinced. I was like, I'm oh yeah, she was like, I'm gonna put on a poncho. So I'm like, don't was, put on a poncho. You're gonna be just. A I didn't want to be the person on a wet ride in a poncho because I like, you know, I don't want to say I judge those people. You but... have some dignity. <laughs> um, but I was like, it's gonna be me. I just know it, and I don't. And it was getting later in the day. You know, I don't know. I just didn't want to get totally soaked. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I braved it. Yeah. And I only got somewhat. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Yeah. And this was a real treat for us. Our kid loved it. 
it was a lot of fun. It's just fun because you, you know you're looking at everybody. Like who's gonna just, get yeah, who's gonna, gonna get drenched? Get I didn't get wet the entire time. I mean sprinkles. And then at the end, we're waiting in our raft to get back onto the platform. And there's a little bit of a backup. And there's a guy on the bridge just shooting people on the rafts. And it just lands right in my lap and he drenches me. Yeah, I don't even know. So it's just like, what is it? Like Just like a just water a shooter? Shot. Yeah. On the bridges? Yeah, it was just unfortunate that we got stopped right in the, his line of fire. So I ended up soaked. It's all good. Yeah. It was fun. That, that ride was... That was fun. I It's another and one. I don't, I don't think I'd it. wait for it, but having the fast pass and basically getting right on it was sweet. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. So, as I just mentioned, we saw that we have a Flight of Passage fast pass, and since it worked for Expedition Everest, we were pretty sure it was going to work for Flight of Passage. It was in Rachel's name, unfortunately for me. <laughs> but also, I think I did the sacrificial thing, and I could have mm-hmm. taken your magic band i said i you go you do it yep since we both got to ride everest it was kind of up for grabs like who's gonna do flight of passage Mm -hmm. keenan you know and i i love you so much so nice isn't he i wanted to be like no you should do it and i did say that i was like no you should do it because and you know my thinking was that he has planned so much and he has basically made our vacation magical and what it is and you know i so i did i offered and i said no i want you to do it so and i, I kind of meant it so i, so I was like, <laughs> okay no not really but you're also your other thing was um he had done the void the night before yeah not the night before two nights before and i think that was i was just like i did this extra thing now it's your chance to i'm do like yeah that's true thing. okay bye <laughs> You were just waiting for me to justify it so that you could be like, ah, okay, yeah, we're good. I'll, I'll take it. Let's go. So I did it, and it was amazing again. Yeah. The first time you ride it, there's just nothing like it, though, because you just don't know what you're yeah. in for. But I imagine with repeated rides, you start to notice things that you didn't notice the first yeah. couple times. So that's one nice thing about rides like that. I do want to get, like, a magic candle. Magic candle, if you're listening, we will happy to uh, have you sponsor us. Um We'll test all of your products for we you will. and, and, and talk, talk about them up because the I do. I'm very much of a smell person. I love smells. Olfactory learner. They do have learner. a banshee smell. They do. But I don't know if it's the smell I want. The beach there smell is really cool. Beach smell. But I really want that cave. When you go into the cave and the... Well, I'm just going to say go into the cave so I don't spoil for people who haven't ridden it. There's a cave. There's a cave. A cave and I want that wonders. smell. Not really. There's a cave, and then there's also the like the woods, the trees. I like that mm. one too. But that, I mean, that kind of just smells like dirt. So I don't know if you'd want that candle smell. Yeah. Anyways, I like the smells. <laughs> I don't know what brought me to that, but I do. I want a candle of the smells on that right because it just smells so yeah, good. Yeah, be nice. You could get a layered candle of the different ones. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, you guys are having dinner at Satellite Canteen, so I meet you guys up there. Yeah, we had heard rave reviews about this. Mine was pretty good. Yeah, you I don't you think you yours. felt the same way. Cedric really liked his. His quesadilla? Yeah. <laughs> of course he did. It's quesadilla. He loves quesadillas. Uh, but I got the chili garlic shrimp as my meat, and noodles as my base, and the cream sauce. I didn't know you got a cream sauce. Yeah. Hmm. I forget what kind of, like a garlic cream or something like that, but mine was really tasty. I slammed it. It was good. I would eat there again. Yeah. And it was affordable. I would eat there again if I got something different. I did, I think I did a chicken, chicken and rice thing with black beans. 
I was gonna go for like a Thai noodle thing, you but I know. But I had had Thai noodles at a couple nights ago. Yeah, skip. What was it? Skipper Canteen? No, it's Captain no, Cook's. At sorry, Captain Polynesian. Cook. Um, couldn't remember the name of it. But I was like, oh, I should do something a little different. But I didn't. I think my stomach was just a little funky, anyways. So mm. I was just feeling a little off. Um, yeah. So mobile ordering. Not my favorite. Take advantage of that. Yeah. So I'll try something different there next time because I've heard great things. I actually mm-hmm. really liked Cedric's quesadillas. Just, <laughs> just like in like a red tortilla type thing. Yeah. So, yummy. Okay. So, Meanwhile, so then you know, so, so we I ate got while to she was late. riding. Yes, and so she comes back and she's gonna eat. And in the meantime, I found another late game fast pass. This time to meet Safari, Mickey, and Minnie, which we'd wanted to do, but we had already meet, met Mickey and Minnie, and it wasn't top priority. But I'm like, got a fast pass yeah, for it. Might as well use it. You know that children can only sit still for so long, so Cedric was getting restless. Yeah, and here's another tip. I don't know if it's gonna work every single time. But I was using only one person in our party, Cedric, I was using his, to find it. I don't think it would have come up. Actually, I know it wouldn't have come up because when I tried searching with two or three, I was getting nothing. But when I searched with one, I got a fast pass. And all we did was we walked over there and we just scanned his magic band. And they didn't say anything to me. We just scanned his. And I was like, hey, you ready, bud? And just walked right in and got to meet him. So might not always work, but definitely works for us. So try that. Obviously, that's not going to work with attractions, but I think with meet and greets, it should probably work most of the time. Past a cool Lion King savannah sunrise scene. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, okay, no, no. You guys know. Um. <laughs> for some for photo op, got some sweet father-son yeah, pics that those I are asked some cool a stranger pictures. to take for us. Uh, and then we met Mickey and Minnie, which was fantastic. I, I love Mickey. He's probably my favorite character. But Minnie at the meet and greets, I just... Oh, yeah. She's so fun. She's the best. She's just really... I love Minnie. Yeah. Just really cute and engaging and... Yeah. Great with so kids. Sweet. So mm-hmm. um, so that was fun. And then you met us at the tree. We got some selfies in front of the Tree of Life and went home. Yeah. To the resort. Home. I mean, it was the... still... Like, we didn't stay for Rivers of Light, but, like, we probably left there still at 7 30 or 8 o'clock the sun was setting and by the time we got back to the resort it was dark yeah so we'd been there for like almost 12 hours yeah and we went to or more actually we went well see the thing is we were we were leaving the next day and we we needed to pack so that we could drop our stuff off and then go to the parks one last time one last time your singing is just amazing tonight yeah, you're you're losing us subscribers for your hot takes, and I'm losing them for my singing voice. Right? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we uh, wanted to hit the pool one last time. Love the pool at Port Orleans French Quarter. Um, so we wanted to do that, but also it just felt good to cool off and swim and relax after a long day at the yeah. park. So always it a is. nice the way. It's a, it's a so great fun. way to top off your day. Yeah. Um, but we also had to pack for the next day, so we wanted to make sure to get enough time to do that, which we did, and stay tuned for the final trip report, our last day at Magic Kingdom slash travel home day. Yeah, which probably won't be a very long episode, I imagine, but because we were only there half a day. True. So, yes. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed us bantering about Animal Kingdom. I feel like we talked about what we did, but more so just about like our 
thoughts on these things. Thoughts on general park-going experiences, but especially Animal Kingdom. Do you agree? Do you disagree? disagree? We want to hear from you. Let so find know. us on Twitter at P-O-O-W podcast. On Instagram, we are part of our world podcast. You could send us an email, part of our world podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on our new website, part of our world.net. And, oh, I got to put the um, voicemail on the website. How have I not done that yet? I don't know. We would love for you to call and we will play your voicemail if you're okay with that. Otherwise, we will just read it aloud. But, you know, it's voicemail so that we can hear your voice. Um, but give us a ring. The number is 614-392-8147. We would love to hear from you guys. And, yeah, we'll catch you on the next trip report. Prank calls are encouraged. Oh boy. Just kidding. You're just opening it up for Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Bring it. Keep can it you, interesting. Can you do character voices? It. That would be delightful. Can you try? You can embarrass yourself? Oh boy. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Are you ready? Up to Neverland. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.
Quiero lo más todo, como el